So today's story goes back to when we first moved to California. Um, it was somewhat of a spontaneous move. So uh, we moved in with my grandparents, where I still live today. Um, and at the time, we didn't have a room to move into. So we were staying, me and my brother were staying in my aunt's room. And the layout of her room was basically like a rectangular room. And on one, like on the top right corner, I guess, of the rectangle was her bed. And then the bottom left was the door. Um, and then there was like uh, dressers and stuff on the sides. So basically, I slept on the space next to her bed long ways. And then my brother slept at the feet of her bed with his feet facing the door. And the door opened into the room. Now, this was a time when um, Singular, the cell phone company, was still around. And me and my brother had cell phones. I want to say mainly because my mom had never been, like... My mom was... This is the first time my mom was working so, so much. And we were spending, like, so much time away from her from one day to the next. Like, it all changed. So I think that was her way of feeling like she had, like contact with us 24 7 because it was like all new to her plus she was like a newly single mom so i'm sure that played a lot into why she gave us phones so early but anyway we had our phones and the few friends that we did have uh that had phones as well all took advantage of uh the like wait after 7 p.m or after 10 p.m and you can like talk to each other for free without wasting any minutes so we were always up late talking on the phone with people and my brother specifically would like roam the house while he was talking on the phone a lot and it wasn't odd that like it wouldn't be weird if one of us was out like in the living room like at night just talking on the phone like at 11 or 12 at night just because it was cheaper <laughs> pretty much um so one night we were sleeping and i woke up i don't remember the time but it was already like I want to say past midnight. It was, like, late enough to when you know, like, okay, it's, like, hella late. Uh, and I feel like I remember looking at something that said it was, like, midnight. But, um, we were asleep, and I look up, uh, and I see the door opened a little bit. And I'm like, okay, whatever, like, maybe my brother's out walking around talking on the phone, per usual. Um, so I don't really think anything. And then I look down like toward my feet because our feet would have basically been meeting at the same point almost because he was at the foot of the bed and so I looked down toward my feet to see his and they were there and I was like okay and so I slowly lean up and I look and my aunt's laying there too and as my eyes adjust to the darkness I look over to the door again and there's a figure of a tall what looks like a man um, about the size of the door itself standing inside the room like I said the door opens into the room so even if we were trying to like if this was a real person or if someone was there and I were to get up to try to go do something or try to get out all he had to do is or all they had to do was move their arm and right away the doors closed like they're be literally behind the door standing at about I don't know fucking six feet six foot eight or something like this person was huge or this entity was huge and just all black pitch black like there was no detail nothing just a huge black silhouette and i remember like freezing as soon as i saw it because i looked over at my aunt like 
to make sure she was in bed too and that wasn't her or like that she wasn't out and it was right when I looked back over and my eyes adjusted that I noticed it was there and I just like froze and I don't know if my aunt saw me from her peripheral or if she heard something I don't know what it was but instantly as soon as my eyes adjusted and I realized what I was looking at and I felt like the blood rush in my body my aunt says do you see him too and she whispered it to me and I was like yes and she's like just try to go to sleep and I kept asking her, who is it? And she said, I don't know. Just try to go to sleep. Just ignore him. I'm trying to go to sleep. And I was like, how do I just go to sleep with this thing or this person at the foot? Like, literally at my feet. Like, if I were to scoot down a little and try to kick, I would definitely have hit it. And it was just towering over us in the corner of the room. And that was our only exit out. So my aunt pointed up and uh, pointed at a cross that she had. Um, that one of my other aunts, her sister, I believe got blessed by like an actual priest when she went to Spain. Um, and my aunt kept telling me just like concentrate on that and try to like pray or like think positively or something and just like try to go to sleep. And I believe I was so scared that I literally knocked out because my last memory is like looking over at it again then looking back at my aunt and then I was asleep. I don't remember even going back down to lay down or anything. I just knocked out. And we woke up the next morning and the door was still, you know, partially opened and obviously nothing was there. And um, I remember thinking like, what was that, you know? And we sort of talked about it a little bit, but then didn't really talk about it again. Um, it was just odd, like completely like so scary. And that was literally maybe like our first week living here. And I remember thinking, holy shit, I forgot how haunted this place is. And this is now my home. <laughs> um, yeah, that was very, 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 very scary. And sort of a welcoming, I would say to us, uh, from whatever was, you know, chilling in the house. So, the next story I'm going to tell actually goes back to Chicago. Um, as a kid, we would experience a lot of things that wouldn't make sense now, like, thinking rationally. But at the time, I think it was just, like, any little thing could explain it. But there's one story specifically that sticks out to me. And, um... It's so bizarre and so creepy, but also very innocent in a way. Um, so we lived in a house that had, it was two stories. It was one house on the bottom and one house on the top, like one full house. It wasn't like a house that was two stories. It was literally like, I don't know how to explain it. That's just how the houses in Chicago are. Um, and then we have like our, the porches in the back and then you could go down like three flights of stairs and then you get down to like the bottom, like near the basement. You would open the door and then get out to the backyard and then the garage would be like next like after like between the the garage and the house would be the backyard and so if you're standing at your porch in the back of your house even on the second or third floor and you look down out the window you can see the window into the garage um or and you could also see the backyard obviously and like the alleys and all that um and we used to hang out in the garage a lot. They would, like, make sure it was locked so no one could get in, obviously, through, like, the alley. And then um, we would just, like, hang out in there. And it would be me, 
my older brother, and then my two older cousins. And one of my cousins I was really close to, and my brother was closer to another one. Um, so we would always pair up and like play and stuff. And for some reason, I don't know why, we were like obsessed with learning how to dance. So we would like dance all types of music in the garage and just play and like hang out in there. And my mom would like just check up on us through that window. And to get to the garage, you step out to the porch, you go down some stairs, there's a little landing. Down another uh, set of stairs, there's another landing, which is technically the porch for the house on the, on the first floor. And then you go, or I guess the second floor, because then you go down another set of stairs and then you get to like the porch that's like on the ground that leads you to the basement. Anyway, it's super confusing and annoying to explain. But um, we were up there and, or my mom was in we were in the garage and my mom was in the kitchen that was right next to the porch on the second floor in our house and she my mom would always bake she is such such an amazing baker she makes such good cakes like everyone knows that about her so to no surprise as a kid she was like making cupcakes i remember specifically that day and me my brother and my two cousins were all playing in the garage and um it wouldn't be uncommon for people for the people who live downstairs or people who came to visit the people downstairs to come up because the people who live downstairs happened to be our cousins that we were playing with in the garage. That's um, my dad's brother. So we were like super close. So we would always go up and down like between each other's houses. And um, obviously the people that knew them knew us. So if they like saw that the door was open or if they heard like music or something, they would kind of walk up and like knock and be like, hey, how are you guys? You know, we were visiting downstairs, whatever. So if there were kids down there, they would also run up to come and see if they could play with me and my brother. So we were playing down there and my mom was baking cupcakes. And um, she's baking and she looks over and um, one of the girls ran up, or a girl ran up like the stairs from downstairs. And she came to the, my mom's porch and she was just kind of standing there. My mom's like, hey, and the girl either was like quiet or just said, hey, very like faintly, but wasn't super talkative. And um, my mom's like, oh, do you want a cupcake? She had just, like, frosted them. And the little girl's like, yeah. So my mom gives her the cupcake, and then she runs downstairs. Like, she runs back down the stairs from the porch. And so she leaves, and, you know, it's whatever. And then my mom's done, so she, like, kind of sets everything away. And then me and my brother and my cousins are kind of done playing, so we come inside. And we figure out that my mom was kind of freaking out and we're like what's going on and she asked my aunt downstairs who was that little girl that was you know running up and down the porch or not running up and down but like who ran up and then went back down with you guys she asked me for a cupcake and they're like there was no one here like there's no one no one came over there's no one here besides like our kids and my mom's like no like i gave her one and you know whatever and they're like no so my mom was like okay she walks back up the stairs and the cupcake that she gave the girl is is like sitting on the porch floor of our porch. And my mom is just like gobsmacked. And now to think of it, as I'm recording this, I just realized we've both experienced something with uh, food disappearing and reappearing. So, I mean, yeah, that was just like, she didn't know what to think. We were all like, what the hell? And I mean, we, 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 we no one knows who that child was. But, you know... This just goes to show the food that we cook in our house is so good that even from the paranormal dimension, they're coming to get it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is... It was just crazy. Um, unfortunately, my AC just turned on, so there's like a buzzing sound in the background, so I'm going to end this. 
I will continue with another episode very soon. Um, I just got to get some more facts on some situations to kind of add more detail. Uh, But as soon as I get all that, you guys will get something new. With that being said, have a safe pre-Halloween in quarantine. And I will be back very, very soon.